Well, welcome everybody to Habs Coast to Coast with your host Rick from the Talking Habs YouTube channel and your co-host who's not here today, that's Patrick. This is the pilot episode of Habs Coast to Coast and only Rick is in today because Patrick is watching football and Rick is doing this rather impromptu. That's why it's just a pilot episode. So, Welcome, everybody. So in on this podcast, it's going to be um, myself and Patrick, who, if anybody has been uh, following me, well, let me tell you who I am. My name is Rick. Uh, I have the YouTube channel Talking Habs and also on Twitter at Talking Habs. And you can go there and see all my videos on YouTube and you can see some stuff I post on and talk to me on Twitter. And um I, I follow the Montreal Canadiens. I do the game previews, game reviews. I do all sorts of videos about the Montreal Canadiens and hockey in general, but mostly just about the Montreal Canadiens. The odd stuff here and there about the NHL. Um, I do mock drafts. I do predictions, standing predictions. I do uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, that I think you would find very interesting if you're a Habs fan, especially because it is basically dedicated to the Habs. My saying is dedicated to the Habs and all things hockey. Uh, so that's me. Now, Patrick is uh, my brother from another mother. Um, he lives out in BC and I live in Montreal. So that's the coast to coast. Um, uh, Patrick is in Montreal or living out in BC. And uh, we're both Habs fans. We love to talk hockey with each other. Uh, we love to argue hockey with each other as well. Sometimes we agree with each other, and sometimes we don't. And uh, we just have a lot of fun talking hockey, busting each other's chops, and uh, stuff like that. That's what our uh, show will be about. We'll cover, you know, topics, um, big news that happened in the previous week. We'll cover... Um, Anything that comes up that's Habs-related, uh, we're going to talk about. That's basically what it's about. So um, let's move on from that, because now I, I didn't write anything or prepare like a, a script or anything. So sorry, but uh, I want to talk about a few things that are kind of current, and that is the trade deadline is coming up uh, February 24th. And the question for a lot of Habs fans are, will Montreal be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? And it's a good question. And Mark Bergevin has come out and said that he will not be trading Carey Price or Shea Weber as he wants them to mentor the, uh, the kids going forward that are coming in. And uh, he wants the team to remain competitive as they reset. And there, he's not trading those guys. So we don't have to really talk about uh, should they trade carry price? Will they trade carry price? What would you get for carry price? Or Shea Weber, same thing. Uh, because it's it's unlikely to happen. I know he said he won't do it, but there's still, you got everyone got to figure, there's still that little chance that he will, but it's unlikely to happen. With Carey Price's uh, contract, $10, $10.5 million cap hit, it's not an easy contract for uh, too many teams to swallow. There are some teams that could handle it. And uh, I saw actually a, um, an opinion today on Twitter that, like, if we're going to have, if we're going to trade him, more than likely we're going to have to cover some of that salary and, and retain it. If we're going to pay Carey Price anything to play hockey, he might as well play hockey here. And I, I don't disagree with that. 
So I, uh, but I mean, Bergevin has come out and said that uh, he won't be trading him. So it's kind of taken that question away, hopefully, right? So the questions, the players that remain of who would they sell, um, are the big talk is Kovalchuk because Kobe's playing really well. Uh, we can get something for him. We can get a first rounder for him. We can get a, you're not going to get a first rounder for him, but you could get a third or a fourth rounder. I think high a third rounder, low a fifth rounder, somewhere around there. Um, then there's talk of Thomas Tatar leading the team in scoring, having a career, another career season, um, and you you could he's at his highest value and you can get a lot because look Vegas um gave up a first second and third rounder to get him uh we can get that and more because he's even better than uh, and that's that's ridiculous um whereas you I guess maybe could get a first second and third I just don't know who would do that today and um yeah so uh, you know it maybe if a team like offers you a ridiculous amount of, mo of money of uh prospects and picks and all that you got to say well okay look can't turn that down i get that other than that if you are saying that we're not trading carry price and shea weber because we want to remain competitive while we reset well by trading players like kobe say tatar petrie you're you're not going to remain competitive so I don't know that Tatar and Petrie are, are necessarily going to really be on the market if you want to remain competitive because Tatar has one year left on his contract, so why not hold, you know, trade him next year at the deadline if that's the case. Um, I can see that then. Petrie, I'm not sure if Petrie has two years left or one, but, um, you know, same thing. Besides, Petrie's value might not be as high as everyone wants to think while he had a great, he had a good start to the season. I would say the last uh, 20 games or so, Petrie has been making um, – he's gone through some rough patches, let's put it that way, making some less than good decisions with the puck in, in his own zone when he's under pressure and uh, stuff like that. So maybe his value is not as high as we think. That's one thing. Um so I don't know. I don't know if they if they uh, if they they'll entertain, I guess, offers. But I don't know if they trade Tatar and Petrie. In my book, if you're trying to remain competitive while you reset and you wait for the kids that you have in the pipeline coming up, that you know we have some really good talent coming up, that um, uh, you don't. Those are two guys you don't trade. Who do you trade? Because uh, I also think they hold on to Kobe. Let me cover Kobe first. Uh, you want to keep Kobe around because, honestly, if Kobe is playing that well that you'll fetch something for him on the open market because, look, he's playing well and he's helping the Habs to win. Well, he's helping the Habs to win. And if they're, if they're into maybe possibly making the playoffs and winning and doing all that, well, you're going to need him around. So I don't know necessarily that they trade him either. And besides, from what I understand, Kobe's really, really digging it here in Montreal. He likes the atmosphere. He likes the fact that this is a really good hockey town. He loves the adoration that the fans are giving him. And he's got an ego, right? And he's playing really well. I think maybe they, he might want to stay. It's a possibility. He might want to stay. Maybe even sign next year. If the price is right, he may want to sign. And that's not a bad thing. Kobe is an elite is he's an elite hockey player
He may be on the downswing of his career. Yes, of course. He's still an elite talent. That shot is still there. And uh, he's put it on display in the last uh, He's eight points in eight games. I think that's pretty good. So who do you trade if you're looking? I, for me, if I'm the Habs and wondering if we're buyers or sellers, I don't know that necessarily we're buyers in too many areas, but we're definitely sellers in the fringe players. Guys like, oh, I really like Thompson. Guys like Thompson, Cousins, Wheel. Um, is there, there was another name I had. Those are the guys that you need to clear out because – you need space for the younger guys to come up and and the reset. You need to have some of these kids get experience. Uh, why have uh, Wheel and Cousins when you can bring up Evans and, uh, you know, those kind of guys that are down there that have been uh, waiting their turn to come up and have a shot at the NHL. So I think that that's where you go when you're, you're selling, which means there's not it's not a lot of impact on the team. So there's not a lot of excitement to be looking, oh, I can't wait till they see what we get for wheel. I mean, really? I don't think that's going to. But where, where I think there might be some excitement and some, um, you know, a story there is the backup goalie. Um, I don't think Lindgren's working out. He had a good first start. He had a so-so second start and he, uh, in an even worse third start. And I, maybe that's where Lindgren is, right? So is he going to help us as a backup goalie? I don't know. Um, the Habs only have two sets of back-to-backs the rest of the way, <clears throat> which means that conceivably Carey Price could play the rest of the games. But uh, you're going to ask, he's going to play too many games. He's it's not good. If you, it, even if he gets you to the playoffs, he's going to be a little tired at that point, and um, it, it, it won't be good, I can't imagine. So you need a backup goalie. Uh, is Lindgren good enough to play the second game of those back-to-backs? Uh, yeah, I imagine if he's only going to play two more games. But again, it's just it's still too many games for Terry Price. If you have to go that way, I guess you could. Primo is um, not the answer right now because – I mean, it's his first year as a pro, and uh, after playing the two games here, which he played really, he had two good games, um, he hasn't done that well down in Laval. So I don't know that he's the answer that you want to say, well, we can get rid of uh, Lindgren and we'll bring up Primo. Uh, so you you want to look for a, a, a decent backup goalie, a goalie that can actually get you a win or two as a backup. So I think that's an, that's something where you might see Montreal – um, do something at the trading deadline is probably maybe getting rid of, maybe trading Lindgren uh, in a package and uh, acquiring a backup goalie. So I can see that. So in that way, they could be, they could be buyers, but at the same time, sellers are just a, a regular hockey trade. And then there's the question of the defense. There's still a hole there on the, def- on the defense. The defense is still, uh, I want to say shoddy. Shoddy is, is a nice way. Uh, the defense is a hit and miss every night. You don't know. Lately, it's been decent, but even on the games where Montreal's winning and they're playing decently, the defense has been the big problem. Like last, like the last game, the defense is a big problem. The last game being the um, Vegas Golden Knights game just before their bye week for the uh, All Star game. Uh, it, 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 they started out three, nothing in the first period. They were, they were up three, nothing and it was looking good. And then they, the defense did allow the team, the, uh, the Knights to work back to the, to the point where they got the tying goal with eight seconds left in the game. 
to go to overtime and then a shootout. And luckily, the Montreal won in the shootout. But, you know, uh, a little bit better defense, and that doesn't happen, hopefully. So there's, I could see deals being made that they could possibly either be buyers to fill that hole on the uh, on the defense and to get a backup goalie, or they could literally make hockey trades, which is you're trading a player for another player, and it's not contracts necessarily, right? That's a hockey trade. So I could see that happening. I could see them doing nothing. So I don't I don't really know the answer to it. And besides, Mark Bergevin is usually pretty close to the vest on what he does regarding trades and deals and all that. So anything we probably think could have be happening, it's probably not what's going to happen. It's going to be something else. Um, but that's what I think. I don't think they're going to get rid of Kovey. I don't think Tatar. I don't think Petrie. We know they're not going to trade uh, Price and Weber. Uh, because they want to remain competitive while they reset. And I think those players are kind of essential to the team if you're going to remain competitive. If you're not, if you don't care if you tank and you want to get those good picks every year till your team starts to come around, well, then you trade those guys. So we'll have to, we'll find out. And I don't think Montreal is going to let us know. I don't think Bergevin is going to let us know what he's going to do. And we might wake up. Uh, one day, and they're all gone, and we're going to be a really, uh, like a total rebuild, which is fine by me, because we have the players coming, and things are looking good that way, and I could I could go for that, I'm okay with it, get some really good picks, it'll be okay that way too, but I don't think that's how they're going to go. Um, I don't know that I want to add anything to that, I just wanted to have like a, a quick little pilot chat for the podcast, break the podcast in, as you say, get that new car smell out of the podcast before uh, Patrick joins and uh, he'll stink up the place. You know, you don't know, Pat, he's going to stink up the place, but yeah. So that's why that's where we're at. Um, I thank y'all for listening. Um, If you like the podcast, hopefully you'll listen for the next one. I'm not sure yet as I'm recording this, where it's going to go. When I do find that out, I will have let you know in other ways for you guys to be able to find it so that if you're actually listening to the podcast, it's because I must have let you know where to find it. But at the moment, I don't know where it's going to be yet. Next episode, we'll be able to say, you can find it at this place here. But right now, I can't say that yet. I just, just started this. So it's all brand new. Do you smell the new car smell? I do. Ah, new car smell. Uh, okay, so hopefully you like the, the video. See, I'm so used to doing videos. I was going to tell you to like and subscribe and ring the notifications bell, but I don't know what to do here with the podcast. I just think listen to it and look for it next week, and I will post it. Um, go over to um, uh, Twitter, at Talking Habs. Give me a follow there, and you'll see I post. I'll be posting the podcast. You'll be able to click on it and listen. Um, and stuff like that. So hopefully you'll do that. And I'm going to sign out right now. So I am Rick from Talking Habs on YouTube and Twitter. And the guy who's not here with me right now, uh, yeah, I'm here with you. He's, he's got me hostage. He won't let me talk. No, shut up, Pat. Uh, no, so Pat's not here. Pat will be here next time. And we'll have a lot of fun talking about the Habs and talking about uh, all things hockey. So that's it from Habs Coast to Coast. I'm on I'm in Montreal and Pat 
is in BC. So thanks everybody for listening. And that's it for today. Peace out, y'all. Have a great week. Bye-bye.